Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a follow-up to episode 10, which was on social media marketing. And today I'm going to give you a couple more pieces of information about social media and a plan for your social media content. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. Last week, we talked about how to reach your ideal customer when attention spans are so short and algorithms are limiting the content that is delivered to a fraction of your audience on social media. And today, I want to add to the information that I shared about social media and give you a little bit more insight on what's happening with buyers and social media consumption. And then we are going to talk about content pillars and how to use content pillars in your social media content planning and marketing. So let's dive in. One piece of information about social media that I meant to include in last week's episode is that when people are on social media and they are consuming social media and they see ads or they see business content that is geared toward them, it takes about seven to nine times before they actually know, their before their brain registers, that the service you're providing or the product that you are providing is something tangible for them to use or hire out or obtain. And I want to give you a little bit of experience from my my medical device sales and previous career. In the hearing loss industry, it is a well-known fact that it takes someone typically about seven years from the time that they are diagnosed with hearing loss or start noticing hearing loss symptoms before they actually do something about it. Now, I don't think that that is true for every industry, but in the hearing loss world of healthcare, Seven years is the average. So think about that when we are talking about people having to see your content seven to nine times before they know that it's available, that your service or that your product could solve their problem. And when we think about it that way, and then we pair that with the information that I shared last time about short attention spans and the algorithm only sharing your content with a fraction of your audience, then we know that we have to continuously provide the same information 
over and over. And I know that that is annoying and boring on your end as a small business owner. But the combination of those three things, so the seven to nine times that they have to see your content, the short attention spans, so you need to grab their attention quickly, and the fact that they're not seeing every piece of content that you're putting out, no matter probably how often they engage with your content, they're probably not seeing every post that you're making. Those three things should inform how you are creating your content and what you are posting on social media. So let's switch over to content pillars because this is a really important piece of creating your marketing plan for social media. And I think that a lot of people complicate this piece of marketing. They complicate what they should be posting. If you are not a content creator, I said it in the last episode, if you are not a content creator, you do not need to be recreating the wheel and reinventing yourself every month or quarter or year. If you are a small business owner and you are targeting a specific population, maybe like my girlfriend, she is targeting families who have elderly adults that are needing care. We don't need to recreate the wheel and just constantly be coming up with something new for her social media plan. And that's the same with our small business. We don't need to recreate the wheel. We just need to be consistent in the message that we are sending out so that when someone sees it in their feed, because remember, it's only being shown to a fraction of our people, of our audience, when someone sees it in their feed and they've seen it seven to nine times, then they start knowing that we exist and that we can help them with the problem that we are solving. So let's talk about content pillars and what they are and how to use them. Content pillars are a set of topics that your business, your company, is going to regularly talk about and create content about for social media, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, whatever that looks like for you and your business, whatever makes sense for you. Our small business, we only use Facebook because that's where our target market lives on social media, and we don't see any business from any of the other avenues. So this is a little bit of a side note and a little off topic, but let me just give you permission that if you are not seeing business from a certain platform, that you give yourself permission to not have to worry about that platform because it's just not worth your time and energy. And we don't use vanity metrics. We're using sales as the marker for whether we are going to use a certain platform or not. Okay, I'm going to get off that soapbox because I could go on and on and on and on all about that. But back to content pillars, you want to create a short list, and I mean like no more than three to five again, create a short list of topics that you are going to post about and talk about on your social media platforms. Now, one of these typically is building trust. That is our number one topic. So we are consistently and constantly building trust with our audience. And anyone that might see us in our local Facebook groups where we share our content from our business page. So building trust is a major content pillar for our own small business. And it's likely going to be a content pillar for you as well. So how do you build trust with your community, with people on the internet? 
for us, it was showing our face and telling our community about us and who we are and where we came from and why they should hire us. We post pictures of ourselves as the business owners, but we also try to post pictures of our employees as well so that we can build trust as an entire team. Another way to build trust is sharing reviews. So we often share our Google reviews, our Facebook reviews, and that is another way to build trust with our audience. Our second content pillar for our service business is what we offer, what we do, how we can help them. So we list out the services that we provide and we share that consistently. For my girlfriend who is in the senior service and care industry, she's going to post about what services she can provide. And like we talked about last week, underneath this content pillar can be all of the stages that she meets the people that she is targeting in. So for her, whether she has met them at the beginning stages or in the end stages where they've already found care but need to maybe change care for their parents or loved one, then she's going to post those stages that we talked about last time. And and are you this person? And are you looking for this type of solution? If so, yes, here are the ways I can help you. Underneath this particular content pillar is going to be the content that you created from the last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to episode 10. But when you are creating content for this particular pillar of what services you offer, you can include the different stages that you meet people in for the problem that you solve. Now, our third content pillar can be interchangeable depending upon the industry or the type of service or product that you offer. For our particular small business, we do not offer discounts or specials of any kind. So we are choosing education for the services that we offer in our third content pillar. You might be in an industry where you need to talk product knowledge and you need to educate your audience on what your product does or how it works or how it's different than the competition. You might want to talk about recent continuing education courses that you have done and the things and ways that you are keeping up to date in your industry. It might be showing a new product. So if you are a boutique or a business owner that is constantly refreshing stock and it's seasonal, things turn over frequently, you're going to need to post about those items. Whatever that looks like for your particular business, it may be education, it may be discounts or sales or specials that you are running. So when you are creating your own content pillars, you need to think about the three areas of your business that you need people to know about. For us, it was building trust, what services we offer, and then providing some education. For you, it might look completely different, but building trust is typically a content pillar, right? We need them to get to know us on some level so that they trust us enough to purchase our product online or come by our store or reach out for a conversation about the services that we provide. Now, when you are creating your content pillars, it's really, really easy to go way overboard in the number of content pillars that you are posting about, and that creates confusion with your potential customers. So 
I highly recommend that you stick with three content pillars. And then the way that you're going to use these is that you are going to map out your content for the week or for the month or for the quarter, maybe, and use those three content pillars to post about every single week and share in local Facebook groups or maybe Facebook groups that have your target market in them. It's super important that we are clear on our messaging on social media and that we're not confusing or blurring what it is that we do with too many details. So make sure that you're keeping your messaging concise when you are posting as well. So that's another tip. I hope that this information is helpful. As always, I'm praying for your business. And there are two ways that we can connect. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com or and or you can join my free Facebook community for women business owners. It is a small but mighty group, and we would love to have you inside. And you can ask me questions there. You can ask the group questions. You can get feedback. You can post about your own business. We would love to support you in any way that we can. Thank you for listening again this week. I will chat with you next week. Have a good one. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you some tactical and practical ideas to implement today in your business. I would absolutely love it if you'd share this show with a friend and take 20 seconds to leave me a review. I'd also love to hear from you. So if you have questions or comments on today's episode, they are absolutely welcome. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com. I'm praying for your business. Join me next time.